and welcome to Starting Right. I am Danny Mack, and I'm going to be here every Monday to Friday to help you get a great start to your day. So grab your cup of coffee, sit back and relax for the next five minutes as I help you start your day by starting right. Good morning and welcome to the Friday Roundup. Today we will look back on our week and review each of our podcasts. And if you missed any of those episodes, I encourage you to go back and listen to the whole thing. Monday's episode was called Screw Tape. It was in reference to the Screw Tape Letters, a book written by C.S. Lewis back in 1941. The story in this book is rather unique. Screw Tape is a senior demon who is working with his nephew Wormwood, who is an apprentice demon. One of Wormwood's first assignments is a human that he is supposed to keep away from understanding who God is and certainly keep him from following God or committing his life to Christ. Almost immediately, Wormwood fails in that duty, and the rest of the book talks about how Screwtape and Wormwood are trying to deceive this man to keep him from being an effective Christian and particularly keep him from letting anybody else know the truth about who Christ is. In the end, they both fail. But we see throughout this book the different ways in which the demons attempt to dissuade and deceive this young Christian. The whole story really is summarized in John 10.10. Jesus is speaking and he says, The thief's purpose is to steal, kill, and destroy. But my purpose is to give them a rich and satisfying life. Although the Screwtape Letters is obviously a fictional book, It does help us to understand the very real spiritual battle that we all face. We see in the end that the man kept his faith, and when he died, he went into the presence of the Lord. On Tuesday, we talked about Let Go and Let God, a new song by Jack Cassidy. This is a genuinely fun and encouraging song that tells us to let go and let God show me how to be me. It is only when we truly let go of attempting to control our lives and we let God lead us that we can become fully aware of what we are created to be in the first place. Hebrews chapter 12 and verse 1 tells us to throw off everything that hinders and the sin that so easily entangles us. There are so many things that get wrapped up in our lives around us and in us that keep us from being able to experience who we are truly created to be in Jesus Christ. There is a purpose and there is a plan for our lives. And when we get so distracted from that plan that God has for us, we start to get all wrapped up in ourselves. We need to be able to let go of all of that distraction and let God really show us who we are to be and how we can live. I encourage you to listen to Let Go, Let God by Jack Cassidy. On Wednesday, we talked about when it's hard to keep believing. It focuses on the story in Mark chapter 9, verses 14 to 29. It tells the story of a father who brought his demon-possessed son to the disciples, hoping that they could cast out the demon. The disciples couldn't do it. The father, who had arrived full of anticipation and hope and desperation, saw his dreams and his hopes disappear. But then along came Jesus. Jesus told them that all things are possible to those who believe. And the father responded with an incredibly honest answer. He said, I do believe, but help me in my unbelief. Jesus then went on and healed the boy. Like that father, we often find ourselves with this internal battle between faith and doubt. We know we should believe, but we struggle. And in that struggle, we sometimes become confused. We become disheartened 
And sometimes we feel that we are even failing God simply by having the struggle. But this is where God's grace comes in. He doesn't punish us for our struggle, just like Jesus didn't punish the man for saying, help me in my unbelief. What God does is he uses the struggle to help pull us closer to him and to ultimately cause our own faith to grow. Imagine how that man's faith grew when he saw Jesus heal his son. All of a sudden, there was no unbelief in him. He was now filled with complete belief in what Jesus could do. Yesterday, we talked about the marker. In the book of Joshua, chapter 4, verses 19 to 24, we hear the story of Joshua leading the people of Israel across the River Jordan. It tells us there that they camped at a place called Gilgal, and that Joshua piled up 12 stones taken from the Jordan River. And then he turned to the people of Israel and he said, In their future, your children will ask, what do these stones mean? Then you can tell them. This is where the Israelites crossed the Jordan on dry ground. Joshua set up a marker so that the generations to come would never forget what God had done. Have you ever told your children about the markers in your life? Those times where God did something remarkable for you. And you've talked to them about how you became a Christian about some of the struggles that you've had, what God has done, some of the miracles that God has done in your life, the way you saw God work in your family and in your parents. What are the markers in your life that your children should be able to look back at and see and know and realize the reality of God for them? And that's it for our week. And I hope you enjoy your weekend. Get to church if you have the opportunity. I know doors are opening in many places for churches. If you have that chance, go and be there with your church family. If not, watch it. Be there in any way you can. But let God's Word get into you this weekend. And also see if you can find a way to be an encouragement to somebody else as well. Let God use you to bring some joy to somebody. Have a great weekend, everybody. And we will talk to you all again on Monday. for listening today and I invite you to join me Monday to Friday right here on Starting Right with Danny Mack.